0: I'm shy de champagne. Welcome to my show. I'm shy de champagne. Where we drink and lift each other up. I'm shy de champagne. Love is the answer. Grace is the way. I'm shy de champagne. We're anchored in hope. The Shy champagne show. We keep the faith, entertainment, education, inspiration, Shy Champagne, Shy Champagne. Welcome to the Shy Champagne Show. I'm Shy Champagne.
1: a brand new episode of the Sade Champagne Show on Hard Radio and 57WLLE.net, The Beat of the City in Raleigh, North Carolina. My theme song was produced by Alberto Morello Hernandez, recorded and mixed by the Quakes and written by me. Today's special guest is one of my favorite people I follow on social media. Khalila Frazier is a 34-year-old aspiring motivational speaker and comedian. Khalila spent her youth growing up reserved and passive until she came in touch with God and began to understand that he had chosen her to influence and be a voice to the nation and especially young women who struggle with low self-esteem and body image. She is a businesswoman launching her hair company, lipstick line, and plus-size aerobic clothing line. God goes before her, and that alone is her confidence. You know, I have to give her an extra special welcome. I want y'all to help me welcome my girl and sis star Kalila Frazier.
2: <laughs>
1: hey, Kalila, how are Thank you? Thank you so
2: much. I am great. How are you, Sade?
1: Fantastic. I am ecstatic to have you on this special episode of the Shadé Champagne Show. You are so bomb. I was like, she needs her <laughs> own special. <laughs>
2: I'm definitely honored. Um, you know, when you asked me originally, I was just like, wow, really, me? You know, so I'm just grateful to, um, you know, be a part of your vision and be able to come on here and, and talk a little bit.
1: Awesome. So, Khalila, how has 2020 been for you, and how has your life changed during the pandemic?
2: 2020 has been um, a year of, uh, I would want to say, transformation for me. Um, I've definitely evolved a lot this year. Um, This year has brought on a lot of challenges, I'm sure, not just for myself, but for, geez, I want to say the whole world, (laughs) that, you know, this is one time in my life Uh, With Mm -hmm. me being 34 years old, I can definitely say this is a year that I think that I've literally seen every person that I know um, either evolve or be challenged, um, you know. So it's definitely been um, a fantastic year so far, um, but definitely challenging, but uh, challenging pushing me into something greater, for sure. Mm Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are some words of
2: encouragement
1: and wisdom that you have for other entrepreneurs and dreamers as they are navigating their way through this pandemic?
2: Uh, definitely to remain and stay or get prayerful, um, you know, and also to really know um, one of the things that I've become, become really big on is knowing um, your gifts, knowing what you possess and knowing your worth. Um as an encouragement, I would mm. definitely say, um, like I said, to know your worth and to know what God has put inside of you, to know um, your influence. And that's another thing about this year. I'm really coming in touch with, you know, who I am as a as a human, as a woman, um, as someone who is an influencer. And it's not like this was something like, oh, you know, let me be somebody who influences people. Um mm-hmm. but, you know, it it just seemed like it's something that I have not been able to run away from. <laughs> it's like, you know, I can go on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and I'll I'll have people that um see the gift and sometimes people as entrepreneurs and, mm-hmm. you know, motivational speakers or whatever it is, people will see the gift more so than you can see it because a lot of time we can't see what other people see, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But definitely just being in tune with what other people are um, saying and grasping about you and applying it, you know, whether if it be Mm -hmm. critical or not. Um, But definitely, you know, just pushing forward, remaining prayerful and just knowing what you possess. I would say that's the biggest thing, knowing the gifts that you possess and knowing um you know, what you carry and what you what you bring mm-hmm. to the table, knowing that it will be something that can serve and uplift and encourage and, um, you know, add a light and assistance to others.
1: Mm-hmm. That's really good. And I love what you said about yeah. people sometimes seeing your dreams and your greatness before you do. One of my favorite quotes yeah. from Les Brown is, is when he says that, sometimes you have to grab a hold of someone else's belief in you until you can believe in yourself.
2: That's good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, Mm -hmm. and that's life breathing. That's life breathing, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And that's what influencers are, you know? That's what, uh, that's who prophets are. That's who, you know, teachers are, you know, leaders are. That's who they are. They're people who can see, you know, greatness in you, even when you can't see it in yourself. I um, even yeah. though, you know, on social media and in my life, different things like that, I have people that, you know, say, oh, you're so funny, or, you know, girl, you mm-hmm. know, you just made my day, you know, a lot of times that most of the time that brings me life. You know, mm. so your gift is just like, you know, the word of God says that your gifts will make room for you and place you before a great man. Not only will it do that, but it will, it once you begin to, um, you know, walk in whatever gift or purpose or calling or whatever it is or business, it brings life back into you, you know. So you may be thinking mm. that you're doing this for money or to, um, you know, influence other people, but you know, when you walk in that it brings life back to you. So like with me, when it when when I make people laugh, it brings me happiness. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So it brings me yeah. life when I can make someone else laugh. When I can encourage right. someone, it it encourages me. You know, that's mm. just the way that it goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So I'd love for us to discuss how you and I got connected. I don't know how either you found my page on Facebook or did I find you or how do, you, how do we get connected?
2: Honestly, Shawda, I have no idea. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, be honest. I don't know. I know. I believe I started following, I believe his name is Jeremy. Um, yeah, my co-host uh, and I know for my that, TV show. Yeah, you, your co-host. Yeah, so I I know for sure um, that I started seeing like a lot of his quotes, and what attracted me to his page was um, how much he talked about the grace and the love of the Father, and um, mm-hmm. that was some. That's been something for the last, especially like the last year or two that I've really been digging into. Um, Just because Mm -hmm. a lot of the struggles that I have faced within the last three years, just um, Mm -hmm. internal battles, internal mental struggles, emotional struggles, just all type of struggles that I face. So when I saw a lot of his quotes, you know, I was like, let me follow him. So. Maybe we got connected through him. I'm not really sure, but I know, too, I Mm -hmm. add a lot of people. Like, I could probably just see if somebody, you know how social media is. Yeah. You know, you'll just see something somebody posts like, you know what? I like what she said. Let me, you know, Mm. send her a friend request. And then sometimes I'll be scrolling, and I'll be like, you know what? I feel like this is on her life, so let me just add her, you know, so – I really don't even remember. But I know when I added you or you added me,
1: instantly,
2: mm-hmm. you know, it was like a vibe there. So I really mm-hmm. I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah,
1: I I think that that's probably what happened, too, is either with some, you were probably following, you know, you've been following his post, and then he will share different things mm-hmm. that I post. And so maybe you got connected that way. And then, obviously, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's awesome. And like you said, we just really connected. And it's been such a blessing. I literally just sent one of my best friends a, a portion of one of your live clips that you had posted recently i had screenshot and it was so funny but really encouraging and then i was like this is the girl Uh i've been sending you all the memes from and all her um all her (laughs) stories from she's like oh my gosh she's so funny and amazing please send me her profile so i can follow her and she's like she's so encouraging Uh and it's been such a blessing because you're literally one of my favorite if not my favorite person that i follow and i just i always look forward to your posts and just like in the different dynamics of who you are as a human being, you know, and so, and obviously yeah. as much as I enjoy your posts and, and your energy and your gifts, I enjoy you as a person even more, you know, and so yeah. from what I'm, getting, what I'm yeah. getting to know of you, and so that's been really exciting. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: So I want to have us talk about some of today's hot topics,
2: Khalila, I'd love to okay. get your thoughts on them.
1: So the first thing I wanna talk about is, you know, the one of the biggest videos of this year and that had people all in a stir was Cardi B mm-hmm. and Meg the Stallion's WAP video and that song. Mm. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. Buck Wild. If you know these two artists though, I don't know why people would be surprised. And I have some yeah. complex thoughts on the video and the song, but i like to know, like, you know, uh, what are some of your thoughts? Because, you know, a lot of men came out, especially, like, hip-hop artists, and they were all upset, Mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe women are singing these types of things, and we miss the days of all the Mm -hmm. classy women and these things. And for me, what I thought was funny is some of these same rappers and artists who literally would have these types, sing these types of songs about women or have these types of women in their videos, it seemed like now, because they weren't determining the narrative that it was these ladies determining the narrative that they had an issue with it, you know, and um, and had a problem with it. Mm-hmm. And so I want to get mm-hmm. your some of your thoughts on this video and the song and, and people's reaction to it.
2: Okay. Well, first off, how dare those men, how dare you? <laughs> Even... <laughs> you know, have the audacity to um, say the things they have said. Now, I'm going to be quite honest with you. When Mm -hmm. I tell you I'm such of an old lady when it comes to um, music videos, I think Mm -hmm. I watched the WAP video maybe a month ago. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm So um, and I I probably did that by mistake. I'm going to be honest. Um, But (laughs) first of all, I wish that I can twerk like Meg Stallion, but my knees is not going to let me. You know, they're not going to do it. But, I remember your twerking um, contest you talked about from high school. <laughs> I'm talking about I really forgot the weight capacity of my knees. You know, like my. I really forgot, you know, and I really, yeah. I don't know. Like I just got real bold and audacious and my knees was like, girl, if you don't no get all your life together. Um, but the song, now I'm, <laughs> I've yeah. heard of the song, I've listened to the song right. before, and like I said, like, mm-hmm. honestly, I kept seeing everybody on Facebook talking about WAP, you know, and like yeah. I said, because I really don't watch, like, I'm an old lady when it comes, like I said, to music videos, like, with me, yeah. I like Good Times, Color Purple, stuff like that, so I watch yeah. the same <laughs> stuff over and over again, you know what I mean? Right. But... Um, Of course, I'm familiar with Cardi B, familiar with Meg Stallion. Um, Now, the song, I'm going to be honest. With me, Mm -hmm. I get where they're coming from, uh, Mm -hmm. but I do think that when I heard it instantly, I was just like, wow, that's bold. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like. That's yeah. really really bold. Now, I say I did, mm-hmm. like I say I did want to twerk like them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when I did mm-hmm. see the video, um I was a little taken back, you know, and not to be mm-hmm. like overly critical or anything like that. Um mm-hmm. but I was taken back because I was just like, "Wow, you know, like we have really and when I say we, I mean men and women, um have gotten to a place where Um, sex really leads, lust and sex really leads a lot of things. And I've actually been, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just really talking to God about it in my own personal time and asking him, Mm -hmm. even with myself as a single woman, um, even Mm -hmm. at the age of 34, a woman who, you know, obviously Sade, Mm -hmm. you know, this desires marriage and and children and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And I talk about it very Mm -hmm. often because I'm very mm-hmm. transparent. I'm very transparent with sexuality, all of that, because I believe that transparency is what um wins people, you know, and it also frees you. Mm. However, um yeah. you wanna be transparent in a way that influences people to be better or to be free. Mm. So mm-hmm. with the with the WAP video, I was just like, Babe yeah, Mm -hmm. y'all doing too much, you know what I mean? So that would, that would be my take on it. Like I said, just with lust and, um, you know, just leading, like, it's like a, it's, it's the pathway, you know, it's like, it's so many things today, especially that, um, it's surface, you know, it's like a lot of things are not intimate. Either people have been, you know, wounded where they don't want to be intimate. And when I say intimate I mean, you know, again, transparent. But right. I just think that it didn't it doesn't really uh serve a good message of respect. And I I can speak on that because I've done I've been in that position, you know, where right. um I was very provocative and I've 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 been through that. You know what I mean? And yeah. all right. of that. So I get it. I get that place. I get that mindset. You know, but Mm -hmm. um yeah, I thought it was pretty I I thought it was like, Okay, you a bad chick, but it still does not um deliver a message that will that is foundational, you know, that is concrete and that will um to me it doesn't glorify women the way that they should be glorified. You know. So and I
1: and I think that would be my take on it, yeah. Right. And I think the challenge for me is that people always say what they want women to do, what what they want women to do, but you and I both know that when women come out and they aren't showing all that skin or they are more balanced and they're all about their talent, unless if it's Mm -hmm. one person out of a million, they don't support that artist. You know what I mean? They don't support them. Mm -hmm. They don't listen to them. The rappers don't, you know, put them out in the forefront. They only put the women Mm -hmm. who are the Nicki Minaj, the Cardi B, the Meg Thee Stallion. And so for me, the challenge is, if this is what you're saying, you want women to be like, why not push to the front and support those women like yeah, Rhapsody? Though she's ones finally right, starting to right. get, yeah, she's finally starting to mm-hmm. get some publicity and some notoriety. But why not push those women mm-hmm. to the front, or at least have more balance, so that way maybe these artists coming up and these young women could say, well, you know what, maybe I don't only have to be like this, but I also there's also more. That's you know, it. positive representation. Because as you and I both know, Right. back in the early 2000s, 90s, and before, there mm-hmm. was way more very, mm-hmm. um, variety of representation of women. You could have all different types, and that's why Lil' Kim was that's so, so true. you know, out there because she wasn't, there wasn't a ton. It was like her, you know, Foxy, yeah. Trina, there was a few. But it's like now that's the mm-hmm. majority of all the artists as opposed to the variety. So I think for me, even though I definitely agree with you, That it was too much. Yeah. And there's a difference between boldness and raunchiness. But I also feel that if they don't allow women to, if they don't support the women who aren't doing those things, what are they, what is the message that they're continuing to send? And so for me, it's the hypocrisy and thinking that it makes you more
2: classy Mm -hmm. because now you're
1: so woke. But it's like these are the same women that you want to sleep with and the same women that you still promote
2: in your video. And that's so, I think there's so many complex issues So
1: many complex thoughts about it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what, that's good. That's enlightening what you just said too because that goes back to what I said about my my personal battle with like, oh, my gosh, so if you're, you know, if you're a single woman, who, Lord, where do I begin? So in the dating, dating <laughs> 2020, <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: when you are it. a single woman, you know, and you have your own desires and all of those things, but mm-hmm. then you're attempting to be, you know, who you are, whether you're a modest individual, but baby, when I tell you, it's like you just said, It it, just can, it can be very complex because mm-hmm. if you are reserved or if you are such and such, like the mainstream of dating. Now, I'm not talking about I believe that there's good men in the world. I believe that, you know, there are men that have good foundations, that have good right. family foundations, godly foundations, et cetera. But let's just be honest. A lot of the majority that we see or we come in contact with is that's just not our reality. At least it hasn't been mine. Um, so mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you represent yourself a certain type of way, like you were saying, not raunchy, et cetera, et cetera, then it's like, when you have those, those desires, it's almost like they don't get met because everything is so complex now, you know? So then mm-hmm. you have an individual probably like with Cardi B and Megan, they just like, okay, well just forget it. You know, I'm just been wild mm-hmm. all the way out, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I definitely understand what you mean about it being, um, you know, I think with them it's the mainstream because you do have really Mm -hmm. beautiful artists like you have Chrisette Michelle, you have Jill Scott, you have, you know, different things. I know Jill Scott, she had a video where she was like, you know, doing something and that went mainstream. Um, But you Mm -hmm. do have women artists that, are in the limelight, but I get what you're saying, too. They're not, like, right at the forefront where this is mainly, you know, what a lot of people are listening to, you know. So, yeah, but that's really enlightening Mm -hmm. what you said, and I I definitely um, didn't think about it like that. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Also, I would love to get your thoughts on, I don't know if you saw the video of Pastor, um, and she calls herself a prophet as well, Paula White calling out African angels to help President Trump win the election and from Mm -hmm. South America. And she's not the only Mm -hmm. one. There's been many of these very popular, you know, evangelical pastors and Christians Mm -hmm. um, that have been such huge supporters of President Trump. And so what do you feel Mm -hmm. like what has been happening within this election cycle and just seeing how, and and the funny thing is I don't feel that any of this stuff is new. It's just that now because we have social media, they can't hide it anymore. Mm -hmm. Which is so funny because a lot of them have such big churches anyway, but now they're getting called Mm -hmm. out on a lot of these things. And so what are your thoughts on that? And what just the, the um, animation of what we've been seeing through this election cycle within the body of Christ and how it's literally, um, I feel, in a lot of ways, becoming like a clown show, and there it's, it's mm-hmm. really combining politics and faith and spirituality. When yeah. um, it's like, especially if it's supposed to be a ministry or a nonprofit, it's not supposed to be focused in mm-hmm. on politics. And so, I want to get your thoughts on her, and just with what you've been—if you've been seeing what's been happening with these other popular um, preachers like Kenneth Copeland and many yeah. others—and um, during this election mm-hmm. cycle.
2: Mhm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> So, with the polar white thing, baby, I shared it a couple times (laughs) on Facebook. I ain't even going to lie, because I said, Lord, today, this (laughs) Okay, so let's uh, begin serious now, okay? Now, look, I believe that the angels is everywhere, okay? I believe we got (laughs) angels in Africa, New Zealand, uh, you know, uh, Canada, Detroit, Chicago. I believe it's angels everywhere, (laughs) Um, but yeah. I'm gonna be if I can be really transparent, which you know that I am. So, with me, um, I was in ministry from 19 to 30, okay. Um, and I served in ministry wow. for 10 years faithfully. I've mm-hmm. been ordained. All of that. That's not something that I share wow. all the time, because I'm mm-hmm. not one of those people. And the reason why I'm sharing that, and I'm, I'm and it's not any shame in that, but I'm sharing that because right. One, I'm a very firm believer, and I've had to grow to this this place, Sade. When you are a leader, okay, you don't always have to know everything. And that's something that wow. really do that whole thing with the Paula White, mm-hmm. with Brian Karn. And these are people, I used to watch Paula White when I was like 13, I will wake up in the morning and I will watch Paula White. I used to follow Brian Carr. Mm-hmm. Not saying that I have anything against these leaders and, and prophets or you know or whoever they is. Um, you know, I didn't have, I don't have any issue with them. But what I'm saying is that the things that we have to be very careful of, especially um, in the body of Christ. And like I said, I can speak on it because I lived it. You don't have to know everything. If you don't have a word from God. You ain't got a word from God. It's that simple.
0: You get what I'm saying? I know that
2: in the word and in the Bible that before the Holy Spirit, um, you know, was uh, revealed to us after Jesus was crucified and it was given to us here on the earth. Before that, the Holy Spirit just rested. You get what I'm saying? On the individual And the prophets, a lot of the people, they leaned and they depended on the prophets because the prophets were the people who had the glory and the Holy Spirit on them. You get what I'm saying? They were the ones who went behind the veil and they they went before the Mm. people and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was then. You get what I'm saying? So, Meaning that there's so much grace and there's so much easiness now. Because of what Jesus did, meaning that you don't always have to have the answers. You understand wow. what I'm saying? And that's what I'm that's starting so good. Good to see. When when the um when the election and all of that, even though, you know, I'm goofy and laugh and all of that, but right. with me, I would see it. I saw when she was, you know, saying the angels was coming from Africa and all that other stuff. So I was sitting there looking like, Lord, somebody help this woman, you know. <laughs> And I was saying that because in my spirit, I can tell not to condemn her or anything like that. I wasn't even tripping on the angels coming from Africa because there was a lot of people who that's what they were targeting. But in my mind, I was like, wow, we can be so close minded. Like, what makes you think? that angels don't travel. What they do, just sit in heaven and eat popcorn? You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm like, they be everywhere. You better hope they be everywhere. You know, like, you better hope that angels are traveling, you know? So I couldn't understand why everyone was so focused on that. But then I could because of the racial the racial thing yeah. with her being a Caucasian woman, him being Caucasian and then you mm-hmm. then you go, Why you couldn't say the angels from Switzerland? Why you got to say the Angels from Africa? You know? <laughs> so then right. that's what really put the guard up, you know, because mm-hmm. it was like, Wow, why got to be the Angels from Africa? So that's what I was saying. Um mm-hmm. but going back to the leaders, I really believe that it's a place of humility and going back to the transparency. If you don't know mm. what you're talking about, you just don't know. That's that's all mm. it boils down to. And I think that a lot of leaders, and I suffer with this too, being afraid to be wrong or being afraid to just not know, you know, and uh, being that person is saying, hey, you know what? The election is here. I pray for Trump. I pray for this person. Let us just go and pray. And, and God's will be done, you know, and if mm-hmm. God really shows you something specifically, but all these people trying to conjure up and this person right. want to be right. And then, you know, then like, well, you know, the other guy, Brian Carr, he reversed his prophecy. You know, he gave prophecy <laughs> and then he was like, well, no, never mind. That ain't what I meant. You know, so now, you you know, and it's just like none right. of this would have to happen if we just be easy like God told us to be. You know, he you said, become right now like this. little children,
0: you yes. know, and I
2: had to get to that place, even as being a leader, I'm no longer a leader in church, but I had to get to that place. And I didn't come to that place, actually, until I stopped going to church, because mm. we can carry burdens that are not ours, and they're false. They're mm. demonic. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To the point where you don't even know who you are as a human. So then you, mm. you have all, that's why you have pastors and preachers that are suffering with illnesses and they're suffering with their sexuality or they're confused about their mm-hmm. sexuality and all of these things. And they will not come clean or they will not humble themselves or they will not just say, hey, you know what, I'm a step back because you mm-hmm. have, you're believing that you need to know everything and you don't. Mm. You know, this life is a journey. It's a journey. Mm. Things are unveiled and they're uncovered as we go, as we grow, as we get older, year after Mm. year. No one person knows everything. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. This is religion that teaches you that you have to know everything, that you have to dot Mm. every I and cross every T. And if it's an election or, you know, whatever, you have to have all the answers that is too much weight and burden for one individual. It it just is. You know, and me personally, Mm -hmm. I had to break free from that. So in relation to what you were saying with all of that, I think that these people, these leaders and stuff like that, they really need to just come to a place where they need to rest in the love of God and stop talking so much. That's all it it comes down to, you know. And to get into that place, that secret place, and, and pray, and, and silence yourself, and, and stop just acting, or thinking that you have to know everything, you know, and then I think after the, the, you know, thing, then she went on something else, Paul the White, and started saying, oh, well, you know, if you got something to say to me, you got my phone number, blah, 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 you know, and it's just mm-hmm. like, Look, now we who banking, you know? so But then I get it, too, because it's like, well, dang, you know, the lady's still a human, and I didn't like how so many people were still coming down on her like that, you know? Right. I understand right. why people were upset, but then I also was like, well, gosh, I pray strength for her because at the mm. end of the day, she still got to go to sleep, and it was right. on Instagram. It was on Facebook. It was on Google. It was everywhere, yeah. you know? So these yeah. people... But again, this is what happens when you put yourself on the throne, and you put yeah, yourself and, right. where you have to know everything. You get what I'm saying, right? That so, was so powerful what you were sharing. That would be my it's take really on Connecting it. with me,
1: yeah, it's so powerful what you're saying. Saying that it really connects with me, especially about not having to know everything and learning how people just learn mm-hmm. how to chill out and rest. And my hope is what mm-hmm. can happen is that. Instead of them feeling bad about themselves and, and, and taking yep. that part so much to heart that they can take it as wisdom, mm-hmm. like, ooh, maybe, especially now with the age of social media, I just can't be saying everything that I want to say and expecting people right. not to wild out and have an opinion, Use so maybe wisdom. I need to fall back.
0: Exactly. And take my
1: time. So yep. I love that. Mm-hmm. And so my next thing I want to ask you about is and we're going to get more into this when we talk about love and relationships and everything. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, one of the things I've been seeing happening nowadays and even like I said going back to um her rap name with Meg Messiahan, you're seeing a lot of women nowadays are trying to take on the behaviors of men because they they, you know, women have felt hurt for so long, they felt abandoned, mm-hmm. they felt like you know, all these things that they want in a partner, but they're not getting it. And so now women, not all, but some women are turning into quote unquote savages because they're like, well, if men can do it, why can't we do it? And Mm -hmm. one of my responses Mm -hmm. is, why would you want to be like a man just because it looks like he's prospering? Do you know how many men are walking around with broken hearts and they're just leaving a hot trail of men wherever they go? (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's like, they, mm-hmm. So you can think all day long that you're going to be like a man, but why mm-hmm. would you want to be like a man when they are just as broken? If I don't want to say more because that's not fair, but they are just yeah. as mm-hmm. broken as mm-hmm. women are. And just because they look like they move on fast, You know how many times men can just move on to move Mm -hmm. on to relationship or act like things don't bother them, and inside they're broken, and people don't find out Mm -hmm. later that it's from something that happened to them 5, 10, 15 years ago, a relationship or a woman they're still holding on to. And so Mm -hmm. what is your thoughts on that about women now trying to be like men and be savages? And being like, well, I ain't the only woman he's talking to, so I'm gonna make sure I have a whole bunch mm-hmm. of men I'm talking to too. And then not realizing mm-hmm. like we're just setting ourselves up for more unhealthy relationships and mm-hmm. and um and it's just it's just dysfunctional. What are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, that, that's definitely good what you said. The key word that stuck out to me, you said men act. Um mm-hmm. you know, that's the key word. And the thing is, is that we have to go back to originality. First of all, men and women are not the same. And I Mm -hmm. can relate to your question and what you're asking me, my feedback on. I can relate to it very well. Um, Because once I did, um, once I turned about 31, that's when I started putting myself out there. And, oof, I put myself out there in ways I probably shouldn't have, but it still worked for my good. But, um when I say that what happens Mm -hmm. is is that a lot of women are resulting to that Sade because of pain. That's all it boils down to. It boils down to pain and it boils down to like, if you're on the playground and you know, as a child, you're on the playground and you know, you're out there and you're laughing and, and having fun and all of that. And you keep having people beat you up. Eventually you are going to start fighting back, and mm-hmm. when you aren't properly healed, you're gonna fight back in whatever way you can, just to mm-hmm. mask or to cover up that pain, you know, or that humiliation. I can't tell you. I can I can't even count on both my hands how many different men that I have spoken to, and this is not to bash men at all because it's not mm-hmm, all men, mm-hmm. but men that mm-hmm. I have that I have connected with or that have, you know, vibed with or just exchanged numbers that play games, you know, that Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. really just were not honest. Um, You know, one minute they're consistent, the next minute Mm -hmm. you don't even know me, you know. So Mm. what happens is, and honestly, it's so funny you said that, that you mentioned, I think you mentioned Meg Stallion again. What I noticed with a lot of her music, and she's a beautiful woman, but mm-hmm. it's like this um what is the dominate is dominatrix, is that the word? Or like a like a uh, you know, like a woman that is gonna take her authority over a man. And dominatrix. usually comes from yeah, I think I'm saying the word right, it may not be. But that comes from like, you know what, just okay, forget you too. You know, I'm I'm gonna do exactly mm-hmm. what you are doing you know and it's an abusive cycle it's just like with people that grow up in an abusive home if they have not learned better and they have not healed they are going to produce those same exact actions that were given to them so after being abused and and, and wounded for so long you get that forget you to attitude which is the savage you know for the most part mm-hmm. i'm gonna rip you up tear you up like you tore me up you know, I, mm-hmm. I I don't have any trust. I don't have any tolerance or anything like that. So I think that actually I know that's where a lot of it comes from, because for a short period of time, I kind of had that mindset like, well, I'm going to do you like this before you do me, because I'm tired of being hurt. I'm tired of being misunderstood, right. Um you know, I put my myself out here, and then you know, like you said, in the dating world, you get so many oh, you should do this, oh, you should do this, or you know, all these different opinions and and feedbacks and all of that, and then you can get a little confused and lost in the thought. You know, mm-hmm. so I think it's a like you said, a act how men they act. You said it's so many men that are really broken. You know, oh, yeah. obviously you're broken if you are just hopping from person to person, some, some's wrong there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the thing about it is it's an act, you know, that's why yep. I say it's the key word and men can be good at that because a lot of men, most men are taught that even from you, you know, boys mm-hmm. aren't supposed to cry. So you They mask it all anyway. They've been doing that all their life. But with women, with girls, we don't do that. We're going to let it all hang out. We're going to show you this hurt us. Why you you not asking my text back? You know, this is all of this. So then you get to a place Mm -hmm. where it's like, you know what? I don't even want to be vulnerable anymore. I'm going to be a savage. That's what I'm going to do. Nothing hurts me. I'ma do what you do. Yo, okay, you trying to play me, I'm gonna play you too. I'm gonna play you before you play me, mm-hmm. you know. So it's a defense right. mechanism. It's a act, it's a defense mechanism. Um, and it's just mm-hmm. it's just something. It's a protective bubble. That's what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm gonna protect me. That's what I'm gonna do. You know, so I would right. say that's definitely my take on it.
1: Right. So I wanna have us talk about your weight loss journey and your health journey and how it came about. And then also in that, share with us some words of encouragement that you would give to people as they're gearing up for their new year's weight loss resolutions and health goals.
2: All right. Yeah. Oh, wow. So this is a, this is a deep one. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I have, where do I begin? Because when it comes to this topic, man, you know, this is, very deep for me, Um, you know, I Mm -hmm. started struggling my weight when I was about eight, Um, Mm. and prior to then, you know, a healthy little girl didn't have weight issues, anything like that, Um, but a lot of things start transpiring in the household, you know, with abuse, um, drug abuse, you know, things of that nature, deaths in the family, Um, a father not to, you know, um, was pretty absent, you know, for the most part. Um, but just Mm -hmm. a lot of emotional turmoil began in my life during that age. Um, Mm -hmm. and then also it started at school. So not only was I dealing with a lot of, um, trauma at home, but I was dealing with a lot of confusion and trauma at school because I wasn't being accepted because I started gaining weight, you know? Um, and then I grew up in a predominantly, um, Caucasian school as well. I was literally the only little black girl in the school. So it just began to be really, really rough for me, you know, so far as like I said, or like you said in my bio, just with image, with self-image, with having a voice, you know, I felt like that started being stuffed out, you know. Um, So saying all that to say, I've been struggling with just my weight for a long time. Um, But anyway here lately, you know, once again, just stepping back into that self-worth, you know, I started coming to that realization that Mm -hmm. if, and since God loves me this much, I have to love me this much. And I really believe that you start, begin to love God, even the more, the more that you love yourself, you know, if that makes sense. And I really just, got to the place where it's like I have to get myself together because there's things that I desire you know I I desire Mm -hmm. children Um, Mm -hmm. you know there's things that I want to do in life and this weight has held me back from so much you know um, Mm. and just you know with my identity you know it's so it's so much that has been held back because of weight issues you know because of not being happy with you know, just, just my body image. And then internally, too, because we know that's where it starts from anyway. Right, but I've right. been on the journey. Yeah, I've been on the journey. So, so far this year, um, I have dropped about 50 pounds. Um, and, wow. you know, you I've started girl. a weight loss group. Yeah, I've started a weight loss group on Facebook. Um And I just let people inside of my struggles. One thing about me, uh, I just, I'm I'm an open book. Like, I don't have anything to hide. Like, if I'm mm-hmm. struggling today, I'm like, girl, I really want me some pizza, you know, with a side mm-hmm. around. I'm going, you know, I'm going to let, this is the type <laughs> of thing that we talk about in this group because it is real. Right. You know, it it is really real. We are really on earth in this world with real issues, with real challenges, and you have Mm -hmm. people that are trying to learn how to bounce back from that. So, Mm -hmm. so far the journey is going really, really well. Um, I'm very encouraged. I'm very proud, you know, happy of myself. I'm proud and happy of the women and different people that are in the group. The group just started. It's called Worthy of Transformation. Um, Mm. And that's actually going to be the name, um, that's actually going to be the name of the aerobic line um, when that launches. Mm. It's going to be called Worthy of Transformation. And I believe that God is going to launch that out into some type of nonprofit or ministry or something of that nature that promotes, you know, just self-beauty and self-worth and self-love because I've, I've struggled, I've struggled. So much, Sade, as a young girl, as a teenager, um, mm-hmm. just with feeling beautiful. You know, I'm. I've never. I never saw I was beautiful until maybe a year or two ago. You know, mm-hmm. um, just getting to a place and where you know what I am dope, like for real. Like, if some days I talk to myself and I'm like, Kalila, you got so much to offer. You know, you have so mm-hmm. much. Like, I remember one time I went to this uh, prophetic church, and um, Mm -hmm. it was a prophet that spoke to me. And she told me, she said, God calls you his fireworks. And she said, I don't know you, but God showed Mm. me that you can walk into a room and people, she said, people wait for you. And see, there's things that are in us, like we were talking about earlier, That we do not realize because of clay, because of trauma, because Mm -hmm. of um, abuse, because of abandonment, because of rejection, and my Mm -hmm. desire and my, my purpose is to overcome all of those things and to help other people. And when I say help, I don't mean I know in the church a lot of times you say, oh, this person, my assignment, all of that. I don't do any of that because I don't consider anybody. I That's too much. It's too much weight, too much burden. You know, you're I'm like, already heavy. Like, I'm I don't need process. nobody else. I don't want nobody to be my assignment. I just want to live my life and live it open. <laughs> live it. Oh, girl, I'm telling you, I came from so much religion, I just, I can't no, do it, you, you know. Um, it's too much. It's like, guys, I'm gonna always be miserable if I always got a project. You know, it's like I. It's gonna change yourself. You get what I'm saying? Why? I, so yeah. God really could want me to change me and five thousand other people at the same time. Like, come on, really? So, yeah, i aren't yeah. passionate about it. <laughs> no, but um. Know. You know, I just, I'm blessed at this point. Um, I have like a 20-pound goal to meet before the end of the year. So, matter of fact, I just came from, from walking at the park. So, I'm just at a place, you know, and I'm so happy that God is bringing me to this place. I remember years ago, I have wow. always get good profits. <laughs> uh-huh. But I remember years ago, a man, a guy spoke spoken my life, and he told me, he said, I see one day that you're going to walk with your head up high. He said, you're no longer going to walk with your head down low, because for mm-hmm. so many years, I did. You know, as a younger, I walked with my head down. You know, I just didn't have no confidence. I didn't have any confidence. None. Zero. Wow. You know, even mm-hmm. preaching in church for ten years, laying hands on people, I had no confidence, mm-hmm. none. Mm-hmm. I, I I preached about the love of God, but had never I experienced the glory of God plenty of times. But mm-hmm. in depth, I had never experienced the unconditional love of God, meaning that if I if I slip and fall. It's not a thousand demons that's going to come jump on me and attack me. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> Where I have my father, and this is real, right? I have my mm-hmm. father. I had to get away from the confusion of religion in order to be introduced to who God really is for me, which he's on my side. And he wants me to be healthy. He wants me to be happy. God wants mm-hmm. us to be happy. Mm-hmm. So... With my weight Amen. loss journey, I'm I'm still moving forward in it. Um, I have you know a ways to go, but sometimes I look at myself. I'm like, girl, you are so pretty, you know. So, mm-hmm. girl, you better you keep sure going, are. you know. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm I'm on that journey, and I want to help you know as many people as I can. And when I say help, I mean just you know encourage, uplift, lift, and power. That's the perfect word, empower. I yeah. want to empower many people to know your worth, that you are so worthy of transforming. You are. You're worthy of um, being happy and doing whatever it is that you desire to do.
1: Hmm, That's so good, Kalila. I love that. So one of the things you love to talk about the most is romantic love and relationships. Why are you so passionate about (laughs) this topic? And please share with us some of the lessons you have been learning about dating, love, and romantic relationships. Girl, I'll be
2: talking about it so much online because I'll be so frustrated. (laughs) (laughs) No, but honestly, though, I talk about it because I'm passionate about it. And um, honestly, you know, God has given me a heart of um, travail. And what I mean by that is that I just don't – I pick up on things. And as I'm on social media – It's just so many people complaining about love, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm It's so many people that's like, yeah, you know, so many subliminal messages, you know. And I even went through that (laughs) too, where it was like, Mm -hmm. if he didn't call me for four days, okay, here I go. Let me go on Facebook right quick. I (laughs) don't know why. You got to do what you got to do at this appointment. You know, you go on there and you post, let me post a subliminal. You know, you post some statuses mm-hmm. and you got somebody in mind while you post on the status. That's a subliminal, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. and you hope that they see it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I talk about it a lot because I really desire for people to just, and I know I've said this a word a lot since we've been speaking, but to just be open and transparent, you know, and to be real with each other. I have a passion for relationship. I have a passion for people to just be real. Like, it was someone who I really had connected with over this last year, you know, um, a man of God. Mm -hmm. But he was a man of God with struggles, and he was very open about them. And we both were open with each other about them. But mm-hmm. it was so hard for him to just be open, you know, and he was open about mm-hmm. his struggles. That's not what I'm saying, but open to a moving forward, open to healing, open to saying, right. okay, let's really, let's try to see where it's going. Let's fix this. Okay, this is my issue, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so because this is what I want, I want to be married or I want a relationship, Let's try to work through this issue together, you know. Mm-hmm. And I talk about it too a lot, like I said, because I have I have girlfriends, I have um, cousins, and, and, and you know family members that are have suffered where mm-hmm. they have children and they're raising those children by themselves. I have a friend that was in a marriage. For years, I think like seven or eight years, the whole church mm-hmm. prophesied to her it was the one. And baby, that man was on some other stuff. You hear me? Wow, he's speaking this. Oh jungle, wow. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, I've seen the grief. I've seen the suffering. Quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Let me sound deep. I've seen the suffering in the land. You know. Mm-hmm. So because <laughs> I've seen the suffering in the land, I'm just passionate right. about. It. I'm an advocate. That's just who I am. Even when it comes to. Different things, like I just said, with the weight loss, with abuse, with childhood abuse, I'm an advocate for it. So when I see a need, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to bring laughter to it. I'm going to speak on these topics because we have to heal. Men and women, Mm -hmm. we got to heal. Because if Mm -hmm. we do not, this tragedy, because this is what it is, Mm -hmm. okay, Mm -hmm. is going Mm -hmm. to continue. I have men all the time who want to talk to me, but that's it. That's all they want to do is text me what you're doing or text me, you know, or it's sexually explicit, you know, and even with me, I've had to grow from that where it's like, Kalila, you can't leave with that. You know, you can't leave with that because you want something that is foundational. So mm-hmm. I just want to bring awareness to it. I want people to be encouraged. And I also want them to hear how sometimes i be frustrated. Like, look, here, yeah, I'm tired, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. this is why I get on live. This is why I talk about it, you know. And then I know, you know, we're friends on Facebook. So you, think, a lot of time I be on there just being goofy. When I be like,
1: like what was that?
2: was <laughs> they was talking about. Um, <laughs> they was talking about uh the election or something. I forget what they was talking about. Oh, I know it was mm-hmm. the versus battle. And I said, I don't yeah. care who wins the versus battle. Where my husband at? You know, and that's just what I do because everybody on Facebook know I want a man. You know, so I just be being goofy. Um, but somebody told me they said, "Girl, they said when you have a baby, everybody on Facebook gonna know who that baby is." <laughs> they, said. they said that's gonna be everybody on Facebook, baby, because we done not watch you for years talking about how you want a man. You know. So honestly, yeah. to God be the glory, cause I bet when I tell you, I walk down that aisle, it's gonna be on live. I want everybody to see, you know, because at a time, <laughs> you know, going back to me saying that I had no confidence, I, I didn't believe that anybody wanted me, you know. This, this is our, these are the things that I believe. These are the things that I was told in school. You know, and by my dad, you know, God rest his soul. But I was too fat. You know, I was too fat to be loved. So Mm. these are things that I brought into my adulthood, even in ministry. Mm -hmm. That's what I say. I did Mm -hmm. not, you know, if God ever not if, but when He gives me the opportunity, I want to be able to speak to leaders in the church that hide behind their insecurities. They put their title on top Mm. of their insecurities. Wow. You know, they preach through. Not even, you preaching, but you don't even believe what you're talking about. You get what I'm saying? Because you don't even believe that you're worth being honored. You don't even believe that you are worthy of forgiveness. That's why you preach hell and brimstone, because you don't believe that you're worthy of forgiveness. So this is what you, you know, this is what you portray, you know? So I know what it's like to hide behind all of that, you know? Um. But, yeah, that's why I talk about it, because I'm just passionate about it, and it's a good topic. (laughs) And there's so many people (laughs) that, you know, they can relate, you know, but I just pray for love. I pray for honesty, and I pray for transparency, you know, just in relationships, you know? So, yeah, there it is.
1: Oh, girl, you! if I had a towel right now, like they do in the Gospel Charismania churches, I call them Charismania churches now, I would throw it at you because you just <laughs> preached a whole word, and you've been preaching a whole word this time. <laughs> what, did I write, what did I write on one of your comments recently? I was like, the prophet, or I was like, the sister of sister, um, Kalila is preaching prophetess, the true
2: one. You said, girl, don't be telling my business. <laughs> Right, get out of God's business, that was a long time ago No, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So funny. But you know, even with look- that, you know, you said mm-hmm. what
1: now? No, go ahead, I want you to finish your thought and then I'll go to my next question
2: Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, even with that, you know, just not being fearful of, you know, these uh, Well, I don't want to say these, but titles, prophets, events, things of that nature You know, just not making it um, like this spooky thing. You know what I mean? Right. And that's another thing that we have to get away from, just making everything so spooky. Like, okay, a prophet is someone who God shares his secrets with, and they just speak it. You know what I mean? A prophet Mm -hmm. is someone who brings people to the truth, and the truth don't always got to be dogmatic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. A prophet is someone who shares the heart of God, you know, and the heart of God is not always a list of do's and don'ts. The heart of God could just be making somebody laugh. The heart of God could just be being transparent, doggone it, please, you know? Yeah. So it's just, (laughs) you know, just not making everything spooky. So, you know, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's so good. So Kalila, what
1: are you currently working on and do you have any aspirations you'd like to tell us about?
2: Currently, I'm doing a lot of work on myself <laughs> internally, you know, with my mindset and just going back to mm-hmm. the um, the self-worth, you know, and really just mm-hmm. chipping away um, as my brother. Uh, my brother, he's like a best-selling author on Amazon, mm-hmm. but his book is called um, The Twelve Shifts by Jamil mm-hmm. Frazier, and um, mm-hmm. he talks about the clay. I believe it's in his first chapter. But I've been chipping away Mm -hmm. at a lot of clay, a lot of false beliefs, um, a lot of, and when I say Mm -hmm. false beliefs, I'm talking about things that I've believed about myself, things that I've believed about others, and just really stepping into nothing but the goodness of God. That's what a lot of them I'm working on. Um, I am working on relaunching uh, my hair business and where Mm -hmm. um, I build hair websites for women and I teach them how to market um, in the hair industry, you know, by um, just, yeah, distributing and selling hair and making lots of profits. Very, it's a lot of profit in, um, hair sales. Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm doing that. Um, and then also just, you know, working on my, working on my weight loss and just uh, living my life. I've been kind of going back and forth between if I should move from Georgia or not, you know, Um, -hmm. I'm, I'm a traveler, so I like to, like, I've lived in Ohio, Virginia, you know, I'm from California, but I've lived so many different places. So now I'm kind of like, well, God, am I supposed to be moving, you know? So, yeah, but it's a lot of self self work and development that I've been doing. Um, but I have a lot of things that I want to start doing, but it's some financial things I'm waiting for to line up first. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Right.
1: Awesome. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners?
2: Um, just, you know, if I was to share anything, I just want to um, encourage everyone, anyone that's listening, you know, my biggest thing, like I've been saying the whole time, is that, you know, God's love is real, and I don't say that out of a place of cliche, Um. Mm. I don't say that out of a place of cliche, but I say it out of a place of just being just coming to a place where you allow yourself to be and to receive, you know, Mm. and to just really sit back, breathe and relax and know that all is well. Even in this year, my goodness, you know, I had COVID back in July um, and I Mm. was on oxygen for three days. Um, I wow. had no idea that I didn't even believe I had called. I said, Lord, I know it ain't my time yet, you know. <laughs> and I was actually, I had traveled yeah. to another state. I had traveled to Ohio. Um, and I mm-hmm. felt, you know, like tired and stuff like that. But it really didn't click in because I'm like, oh, I've been on the road. You know, that's probably what it is. And then I had traveled to Detroit. And, you know, I met with a with a friend there. And to Ohio and like the next day I was sick and come to find out he was sick too, you know, so we had, we both got COVID. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but not only did I mm-hmm. have COVID, I had pneumonia too. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. God carried me through that. My mother was a blessing, is a blessing, was a great help in that, but that was mm-hmm. something that was very hard to, to fight through, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. just know that, you're worthy, you know, you're worthy of pushing, you're worthy of fighting through it, Um, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, just know that you are worthy. That's the biggest thing for me. That might be my favorite word for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. is worthy. You're worthy. Mm -hmm. That's uh, whatever it is, a relationship, weight loss, a marriage, whatever it is, you are worthy. You're worthy, you Mm -hmm. know, and to find um, your voice. in in the earth,
1: Mm.
2: find your voice Mm. in the earth, you know, even if you got to search through the dirt to find it, find your voice and know that your voice matters and that you, you are worthy. Mm. I love that.
1: Kalila, please let everyone know how they can stay in contact with you, book you, check out all of your content and stay updated with your happenings.
2: Absolutely. Um, So I'm on Facebook under Kalila Frazier um, that's K H A L I L A H Frazier F R A Z I E R. Um, Facebook, that's Facebook. Uh, on Instagram, it is Kalila underscore Antoinette with two T's. Um, and then my hair website is leelak.bigcartel.com. and uh, that's my three main sources of contact. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: Wonderful. Well, thank you so much to my incredible, phenomenal, beautiful, hilarious, inspiring <laughs> wife, sisar, Kalila Frazier for being on this wonderful special episode of the Sade Champagne show. And I wanna thank, thank you all so much for tuning in to this brand new episode. On Grindhard Radio and 57 wllenet the Beat of the City in mm-hmm. Raleigh, North Carolina. We will be here again very soon for another brand new episode.
0: I'm Shy Champagne. Welcome to my show. I'm Shy Champagne. Where we dream and lift each other up. I'm Shy Champagne. Love is the answer. Grace is the way, Champagne, we're anchored in hope, the Sade Champagne Show, and we keep the faith, entertainment, education, inspiration, Sade Champagne, Sade Champagne, welcome to the Sade Champagne Show.